Hey there, mucho gusto, and welcome to another episode of Detective Writer. I'm your host, Sally, aka Detective Writer, and today I'm very excited to introduce all of you to a fellow author, Jim Lynch. Jim, thank you so much for being here. It's an absolute pleasure. Glad to be here. Definitely. And if you don't mind, I'd definitely love to ask you just a little bit about what was your inspiration for writing? What really motivated you to write your stories? And I can absolutely love to ask you as well, like... Would you say that you wanted to write your whole life? Like, did you know that that was going to be your ultimate goal in life, to be a writer? Well, yeah, I always knew I had at least wanted me. And, um, yeah. you know, and COVID was actually a, a actual catalyst. That, um, you know, there was a lot of downtime, so. That's amazing. Now, let's do it now. That's amazing. Yeah. And I actually remember you saying that you've had over 25 years being a private investigator. And yeah. can I ask you, like, what was that experience like, like to become an investigator? Did you do, like, what I've seen on Lifetime, like, people, like, in their cars taking <laughs> pictures, all that stuff? On that, uh, <laughs> I started with uh, Casino Control Commission in Atlantic, County, Atlantic City. And um, I, was, I was handling the... Uh, the people are blacklisted, so I was one on the, the back end of um, like the background checks, you know, keeping yeah. people who are blacklisted from casinos. And then I got into the background check aspect of the, of the business, and I like that better because it's, the hours are much better. And uh, yeah, and, and you know, you're not going out at midnight to three o'clock in the morning sitting on a house waiting for, which I have done, but it's I I I, I find that very distasteful. I hear that. I could definitely hear that. And can I ask you, like, were there any cases that were that really puzzled you, that were on your mind for weeks, for days, that oh. really made you want to write so much about it? Absolutely, it's some a lot of you know, some kept me up at night. Where you know, you know it's you know the answers out there, but you just gotta you know you just gotta tear through it. And I, what I like doing. Like what? Aside from your experience for being a private investigator, what was your biggest motivation to write detective novels? Like, did you just feel like it was something that was calling for you? Yeah, yeah, it was something that was definitely um, in the back of my head. I was like, I, I, I have enough experience, and I have enough things rolling around in my head where I actually, you know, this is put it put pen to paper, and then. You know, I shopped around in a public. Yeah. And. But you said, I think you might have something here. So we went with it. And it's, it's terrifying because, because you know, it's, it's throwing it out there. It's like, I'll never know if I don't do it. So I, <laughs> it's out there for the world to see now. That's amazing. And can I also ask you, did you ever have like moments of fear where you knew that, you know, bringing your books to life, people were going to be reading them, people were going to be seeing the world through your eyes? Like, did you ever feel kind of nervous about it? Absolutely. It's terrifying. But oh my gosh, I can definitely hear that. How did you? Yeah, I was like, that? you know, I'll never, I'll never be able to live with myself if I don't do this. I've actually spoken to a few people who said that when they put their work out there, it is mind-blowing and utterly terrifying. Yeah. So, like, what were your it's, tips it's, to combat that? Yeah, uh, good question. I, I, I just, I, I send it out there and I, do your worst, you know? If, if you don't like it, that's one thing. If, you know, yeah, if you don't like it, that's um, one thing, yeah. I'll never get it. It's just, you just do it, but I just, 
you hit the send button, it's like, this is irreversible and all that shit. Oh my gosh, yes, definitely. Like, and I gotta say, that just sounds utterly amazing to be able to have that experience of being a private investigator and you know firsthand of what it's like to search for things, to be looking yeah. for clues. That's gotta be absolutely amazing. And be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really, I really excel at music. I did a lot of um, adoption cases. People finding their birth parent. I was, you know, I loved going to the library, just pouring through census records and just finding it. And I was very good at it. I testified as an expert witness a couple of times in this missing person's case. That's amazing. But the, you know, the thing is, it's like be careful what you're wishing for because you know I, I can point you. Here they are. Your next marks the spot. What's behind that curtain? Yes, I don't know, you know, and I, I, I'm a sucker for a happy ending. I always want a happy ending, but, yeah. you know, it, but it's none of my business. Yeah. I, I like that. it. I hear follow that. up with mine. That's absolutely, utterly yeah. amazing. And yeah. I definitely am really curious to hear just like, did you ever encounter like any writer's block or any sort of obstacles that may have prevented you or that you may have felt prevented you from? writing at the time like how did you overcome any of that yes oh, absolutely it's just push through it you know yeah um you know i go back and read it you know i would write like 30 pages and then go over it again and like this is just awful and then erase it and then start again but you know it just i just hit a point where i just i just it was my sole focus was getting this done so for like two weeks straight i just did nothing but concentrate on it that no outside no no outside distractions just powered through definitely and so basically for two weeks you were just like chained to your desk yeah I was like okay let me just knock this you know COVID helped because you know everybody was locked in their house anyway so yeah for sure and I can definitely understand that because for me, I I managed to publish my book back in December 2021, but I had first started writing it when I was 20 and I was in college at the time and we're having to juggle part-time jobs oh, really? and internships. Yeah. And being a full-time student, there was no way that I was able to juggle writing my book. So I remember that when the pandemic hit, I was, I was able to buckle down and write and I managed to publish it when I was 23 and I'm 25 for now so I'm just like you know what I, I was able to do it but I didn't know how much I was able to juggle at that time yeah 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 I, I, I've been writing started I started another one yeah I don't, I don't know how that first book took me 25 years to write I'm hoping I get it maybe get it, but, you have to have um, faith in yourself yeah, 100% yeah you know, this one now, that's a, now you have a formula down it's, it's like okay this is much easier now you know once you get okay I can do this now so, you know I can knock it out. I have the basic premise in mind. But, um, yeah, it'll, it'll come along. Anything is possible. Like, the literal sky is the limit. You're an example of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually yeah. would love Thank to you. ask you. Of course, 100%. I definitely <laughs> would love to ask you just even then, like, what is your second book going to be about? Like, are you planning on making a series out of your first book? Are you planning on making, like, yeah, it's gonna be a series. Really? Okay, so how many books are you planning? I think three, I, I can safely say. Uh, this one's gonna be a continuation of the last book, except, mm. you know, probably a year or two later. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it's based around a, a, 
business failed business venture that I tried it didn't work out too well but it's got a, it's an interesting premise so I'm gonna run with it definitely you have to have the faith in yourself to go for it yeah and, absolutely oh my gosh the fact that you you literally are working on your book right now I kind of ask you just like are you planning on inputting any new characters is everybody gonna stay in the same place is this a, is it evolving like maybe yeah. two three ten years after your first book like how is what's the setting gonna yeah. be it's gonna it's it's gonna be here in Jersey City, and I think it's gonna be a post-COVID book. Uh, the, the the main character, the secondary character, in my original novel, he's gonna be he's not gonna be around. It's just be basically based on me and uh, my you know my wife who puts up with my shenanigans and you know and uh, if I'm making the worst commercial she'll ever made, I, I'm just not sure. It's, it centers around that and I'm still kind of piecing things together definitely and can I even ask you like what motivated you to take to write the book based on your life like did you did you feel like it was calling for you like to really take to, to write about it a little bit yeah I would say that but um you know in my years of private investigating and, and I also bartended on and off for 20 years I I've heard some interesting stories pop up along the way that I just couldn't not write down and you know that's that's the basis of you know, I just write down a story that happened 20 years ago and pop those pop those in along the way and um it's a pretty interesting thing my book is not based on anything in reality not not by any means I literally oh, really? had, yeah I literally just had a dream of someone who looks just like me and she's a private detective and she is seeking revenge on a doctor who killed her son and because her son it completely fake completely fake but her son yeah. was in chemotherapy and she found out through discovering private records she literally hacks into the files room of a hospital just like that and she discovers that this doctor had killed her son purposely during his chemo and he had done it with multiple other kids so she's on the path of discovering whether revenge or moving on is good for her but in the beginning she's on this bloodthirsty path for revenge and people ask me like did you actually dream? Did you actually dream about killing a doctor, or was this based on reality? I said, no, I have never tried to kill a doctor, <laughs> not at all. I respect all doctors, just complete fiction. And I remember, yeah. I, I literally have to explain that to people. This is uh -huh. she looks like me, but she is completely different. Than I am not homicidal. I am not trying to kill anybody. I have never tried to kill a doctor, or anyone in my life. It's just a story. That's even some people were like literally asking like my gosh that's horrible and you're amazing I thought you should go to prison for that I'm like seriously literally this is okay look at the genre fiction that's fantasy exactly and even then I remember these are always interesting you know yes and it's a, there's a lot to play with on that Yes, 100%. And even knowing that, like, for my book, when I first got my book cover back, I I liked it, but there were a few things that had to change to make it authentic. And I remember when my book cover was first um, brought to me, the character, because, but I told him she had to look exactly like me. Uh, she, initially, the girl had blonde hair, blue eyes, and freckles. Uh, you've never seen me in person, Jim, but I don't have anything like that.
so weird to like make the book be as authentic on its point that this was all from my mind it's just it was mind-blowing and the fact that you literally done the same yeah. thing you based your book it, on yourself it's, and it's it's your it's your journey it's yeah and it's it's a it's a fun ride too <laughs> definitely is 100 <laughs> percent can I also you as well like what are do you have like any tips or any kind of advice that you would give anyone who is starting out in writing who is starting out in publishing a book and maybe they feel like it's not good enough like they have some sort of doubts or sort of fear like what kind of advice would you give them like for anybody who is whether it's writing a book publishing a book and they may have a little bit of fear or a little bit of doubt in themselves or just feeling like their work would not be good enough do you have any advice on that I'll just, you know, you gotta believe in yourself, and you gotta, you know, my my main bit of uh, advice, because it's, it's such uncharted waters, and you know, getting getting published and everything, especially with this book, is um, do your homework on, you know, who these publishers are out there, you know, um, double check, triple check, because you know, sometimes I, I've encountered my publisher's great. But um, before that, you know, he's that with some people who they'll tell you the world, and then you know, and that's that. You know, just get, go for word of mouth and have you know, get some references, and uh, just. You have to have confidence in yourself, especially knowing that people are going to say what they want. Either people will support you yeah. or not, but you definitely have to have the passion and I think the courage, and I think that's what a lot of people need to hear a lot of a lot of days. You know. I know, I know people who've written, you know, a couple of books, but they'll never, they'll never hit the send button on it. It's just, you know, they're, they're just not gonna, you know, shop it around. They're just like, this is garbage. I'm like, you know, it, it's, it, it's your decision, but, you know, you can't go through life saying, what if, you know, maybe I should have, you, know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta throw it out there. You gotta have a little bit of, you know, I will make care just here, here it is. Definitely. Ego world. Definitely, and I'm actually really curious to even act to you as well. Just like, what would you say? What was your biggest motivator for writing your book, even for writing your next one? What is the thing that you feel like you're just like, wow, I have to write this book. It's the reason why I want to move forward with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mostly, I just wanted. I mean, at the end of the day, it's for yourself. But you know, I have some people who. Know, believe in me and they keep on pushing me and that that's an enormous motivating factor and um, you know, my wife keeps on pushing me you got, you got something here you know? and um, so you know that's it's a good it's an ego boost and it's a you know it's a good kick in the right direction definitely 100% and can I also ask you know I got I come from a large family and they're all incredibly supportive support you support whether it's support in yourself or even support from others to know that you're you're backing up what you're doing backing up what you want to do that's the most important thing because i don't know i just feel like a lot of times especially when i was writing my book i had support but because when people found out that i was self-publishing all i kept hearing was just pure negativity like oh why are you self-publishing your book is not gonna get this way or you're not gonna get a bestseller or whatever i eventually took me a few moments to have to learn how to shut down any negative thoughts or even negative self-talk in myself to realize that you know this is my dream this is what i've set out to do i need to do it myself and people yeah, are either yeah. going to support me or not, but 
at the end of the day, I'm still doing it. It's still my money, not theirs. Exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, at the end of the day, you gotta look at yourself in the mirror. You know, just say, just my honest, honest work. You know, here you go, world. Wow, just like, what would you say? Because I know you said you live in Jersey City. I live in New York City. Does your does does the setting like take place in Jersey City, or is it like a big? Yeah, place? it mostly takes place in Jersey City and. In Newark, uh, my brother owns a bar in Newark, and there were some times where I covered, where I bartended for him, and there's, uh, it, there's, it's not a lot of set there, but it is, um, you know, it's got some, got some good, parts of the book are set here, but he, no, 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 there's, I have a very, uh, diverse and wonderful set of friends that I've developed over here, they, they, they part, they, they play a good, decent part of the book um, and I have all their permission to put their names in the book again they're they're a group of wonderful people and they got you know they're 100% behind me as well which is can't ask for more than that you know definitely yeah, definitely and the fact that you know you were able to like literally go off your own experience that definitely helps a lot because for me oh my gosh because i was writing from a dream i was starting from complete yeah, scratch yeah. the only thing that was remotely resembling the people anything in my book was just the people just the people yeah. like i would have okay a cousin of mine who looks like this or uh, a neighbor who may be for actual actual insight in real life is just the people because i feel like there's so many human traits or any character traits that I felt like, wow, we could definitely portray it. I didn't want my character to be well-liked in the book. I actually didn't want her to be liked at all, but I didn't oh, really? want her to be hated. I wanted her to be sort of like the anti-hero, and I kind of had this idea, you know, like, first impressions don't always necessarily go our way, but I also was just like, you know what? Sometimes in reality, we may not like each other when we first meet each other. We may feel like somebody may have a little bit too ill intentions but as we gradually get to know them just like in a book we can understand them and see why yeah. someone may be a certain way but just understanding you know but there were so many yeah. people who were like i hated your character when, when i saw her yeah. in the book people say that they did yeah, not so, like uh, the there were some people who actually told me that in the beginning, I hated your character. <laughs> I hated her. But then I liked her and then I didn't want yeah. this to happen to her. And I'm like, that's exactly what I was trying to do. I didn't want you to like her at first. I wanted, I didn't want people to like, want to raise hell on her, but I didn't want her to be like that at all. <laughs> yeah. The anti-hero. Did you have that experience as well? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of my book. Um, I, uh, one critic wrote, wrote something about my book, and he he, he said it was you know it was a decent novel, but he, he just said the main character doesn't like it. And I was just like, say what? Yes. <laughs> <me> your fun. <laughs> but it was just my friend. I just laughed it off. Like, but it was like, ouch. I know. <laughs> I know it sounds so I know it sounds so strange it sounds the strangest thing ever but it's like for me to put a character yeah, who was completely the anti-hero people I don't want people to like her it sounds so weird but yeah, I feel it, like it's it, a technique yeah like, you, know, you gotta you, know, you gotta be honest with yourself about your characters you know, you, not everybody's gonna like you know you fall in love with it you know, it's warts and all you know yeah but, 
Definitely. at the end of the day, it's, it, it's you're the one who decides what, what's going to go down or not. Definitely. Because you're... 100%. 100%. Because you're the one, you're the author. You pinpoint what they're going to do, what they're going to see, even their next steps. And I remember thinking my character was going to be the one who kills the doctor. I initially was going to have her that be that way. But then I figured after all of the growth and after all of the thinking that she's done, it doesn't make sense anymore to put her as the, as the ultimate bad guy. So I had someone else be it. And it's just, it was just so amazing to know that initially I had drafted something that I thought was for sure. This is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. But then... I think as I got to know my character, at first I thought we were complete opposites, but then I think as I got to know her a little more, I was like, wow, we may we may look the same, but we're like twins. We just yeah. we're both we're both trauma survivors. We've both gone through hardships, but it's made us stronger. The only difference between me and her is that I've never tried to harm anybody. I've never tried to kill a doctor, and I will repeat that because some people were actually thinking I was <laughs> killing doctors. That is not that's me. That's a good thing. That's yeah. That's. Like, that is not me. Yeah, it's uh, you can't, characters can't be perfect. You know, it, they've got to be flawed. That's what makes them people. One hundred percent. And I think that's just you hit it right on the head. You're, you're, you are the one who is making it. This is your show. The characters, the setting, it is basically your, uh, it, it is your show. You're the, you're the one who's guiding everything. <laughs> oh my god. Until, you know, somebody says, write it this way, and I'll, you know, double pile money on your lap. Okay, I'll rethink it. <laughs> Until that day happens, it ain't. I know, right? It's just like, it's absolutely amazing. And then I think at the same time, what I love about writing is that there's so many different aspects of it. You know, it doesn't have to be based on one specific thing. If you want to write fiction, historical fiction, horror, thriller, or even nonfiction, there's so many aspects of it. It doesn't have to just be one specific thing. Exactly, exactly. Whatever, whatever, you know, I, I love the fact that you had a dream about this. You put it in, here you are three years later. I know. I, I can't wait to read your book. I'm very excited. Thank you. And I can't wait to read yours. I find, like, when I saw that you literally were a, a private investigator, I was like, okay, I have to interview him. I have to interview him. I... That was just, I, I knew I that. Still am, right? Because yeah. I have never been a private investigator, as you and I probably are both now. So I was like, okay, I need to speak to an actual investigator who knows what they're doing, because I've got to ask. So yeah. it doesn't look like it is in the movies, right? Actual private detectives and investigators are not actually sneaking into hospital records room and stealing files, right? No, no, no. Yeah, that, that would catch you locked up. Immediately. I have people who call me up and say, "What do you mean you can't run a license plate? What do you mean you can't?" And I'm like, "Because people would be getting murdered because you know it's stalkers. You know, it's, that's a good thing that you can't run a license plates anymore. I don't want to be caught up in that. I, I have people like I want to, you know, I want to find this my old girlfriend. I'm like, why? You know, I just want to say hello. I want to say, no, I'm not gonna do." I don't know what these people, what their you know, plans are with this information. I have access to a lot of, I, I, I just shut it down. 
way I can do that without, you know, of course and that's actually the most important thing you know it's kind of it's kind of like a learning experience you get to know just a little bit more of what it's actually like to be a private investigator because i was kind of thinking that's actually a scene in my book the the private detective sasha thomas is literally sneaking into a hospital records room and stealing documentation i am pretty sure i mean you know she's got a reason to (laughs) i know but i was still like i am pretty sure private detectives are not actually doing this where there are cameras and people can literally catch you <laughs> yeah 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 and you know, then then it's uh, you know, then there's gonna be some consequences as well I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure but then <laughs> it's also like one of the most fascinating aspects to know that just from one dream or just from personal experiences we, you have created a masterpiece and the fact that you're still moving with that and you're still making more books i applaud you on that 100 percent. thank you absolutely thank you very much 100 and i swear i'm not kissing up to you <laughs> all good all good but i gotta say it's just like it's really refreshing because i would love to write another book but i feel like not that i have writer's block but i find that I'm not sure if it will be a sequel, you know, to this story, or maybe something completely different. I I feel like I still need to do a lot of exploration in my brain, but I feel like if my book, if I do another one, I probably might have her be based in New York, just to see something else suburban for a change. A little urban yeah. now. Sure, sure. That's a... New York just is a rich backstop, no? It definitely is, and there were so many fun things about having a character who was completely different from me but looked the same. It doesn't have to just be okay in one specific setting. In two or three, in two to three pages, you can say, "Oh, you went to California after being in Taiwan or China or something." Yeah. So yeah. It's like you can. I feel like it's traveling the world. It's- yeah, it's very cathartic. It, uh, it's definitely very therapeutic. I would write. 20, 30, 40 pages, and I just had the soundest night's sleep after, you know, we're going to bed. It's just a sense that you are okay. I knocked it out today, so. That is definitely true. I'm and... turn about where, the, where it's headed, but that's fine. That's fine, too. I'd love to ask you, because I also remember hearing from a few people, and I actually believe that this is true, that if you don't, that if you can't say it, if you just write it down, it does a lot yeah. for benefits. Do you also believe in that? Like, if you can't say something, you can just write it down. And I think that's one of the most, that's one of the best things possible. I agree with that. Beautiful aspects about writing that I could literally go on and off about, as you can probably tell by now. Well, I mean, you, you're, you hit the ground running. You're, I mean, you're, you're, you know, got your first book published in 24. Kudos to that. Do you have any plans for, uh, you know, doing a couple more down the road? I definitely do. I... It's still kind of interesting to me that I was able to publish a book at 23 and I was just like, you know what? Who says it's got to be at one? I definitely would love to like write another one. But the only problem is, is because I did self-publishing um, and it was a really great experience. All of the royalties are to me and everything. It feels like I may want to... Before I even start that process again, I think I want to just like wait and see what, what the next book would be about, you know? 
Sure, sure, sure. We were talking before, Jim. I'm just, like I said, I have no idea. I'm thinking maybe the first book could be about her revenge, Sasha's revenge, but maybe the second book could be about the doctor's brother's uh-huh. revenge. But then I'm also just like, how do I pinpoint that out? Sasha literally knows the doctor hand head to head to foot, but she doesn't know that he has a brother. But I don't know how that would, how that would fit. Yeah, yeah. You'll figure it out. It's play around with play around with some ideas and see what works in your head. You'll be alright. You'll be fine. I'm glad you're faith in me because I need to have more faith in me. <laughs> I need to have more faith in myself. Yeah, it, it takes some doing. It's, you're young, it'll happen. <laughs> I know, but so I also I also am considering myself like an old soul because <laughs> I am just like I my parents said that I'm way too mature for my age. They're like, people, you're writing books. They're probably not getting wasted. I said, I don't know. I am. I guess I'm just different, but everybody's different. There's so much life to live. You never know what's going to happen. So why not spend every day trying to live your dreams, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you ever work on a case in Walwood? No, no, not Walwood. Okay. <laughs> so cool. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's so amazing. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, good. I've been down there a long time. Uh, I enjoyed my summers down there. It's a lot of fun. I definitely do as well. I gotta say, do you ever have this feeling um, that when you look out into the water, you can just, you look at the waves rushing back and forth and it feels like there's a solution to every single thing that's going through your mind? Oh, uh, I heard the ocean all day. A lot of thoughts run through your head. Yeah, it, I mean, I can see that. I, I don't know. I, I know some people who could easily fall asleep on a subway. And, I will dream about something and I feel like, okay, this is probably my next book. No, this is probably my next book. But this is probably my next idea. This is probably my next idea. And I'm like, how does someone juggle that many dreams? I think I just have the worst record of dreams. What about you? Uh, yeah, I... I as far as as far as ideas and inspiration, I, I I encountered some things during the course of you know the week. I just have to like I have to write this down. I mean, this is this you know this, most of the stuff in my book, seventy five percent I actually you know a lot of it's, everything's been embellished. You know, but it took some artistic license and things. But you know, just walking outside and going you know going to the subway, I can see ten things that like oh wow that, that you know. That would be a great idea. If I wrote this down, nobody would believe it because, but it happens to me anyway. All over the place. Definitely, because of the fact that you actually have first-time experience. I kind of envy you. I always used to want to be a private investigator, but I'm like, if I can't drive, then I'm probably screwed. <laughs> no, first of all, you don't want to do it. Really? I, it's, it, it's, it sounds more romantic than it actually is. The hours are awful, the pay is bad, and a lot of the people you deal with are not in their right minds. Oh, man. But at the end of the day, I mean, I, I mostly do background checks, due diligence searches, so I'll do the odd occasional job where somebody needs to be followed around, but I try and avoid those things. When I worked for my own company, before I started my own company, I didn't have a choice. Now that I can, now that I have my own company, I. I can pick and shoot. But have you ever worked on a case where there was ever a close call with death or something? I think 
like have you ever had a case where you know ever it was ever like dangerous or anything nothing, like that nothing like, like it wasn't a murder mission that's nothing at that level okay. yeah i mean i've i've gotten chased around i've been chased by dogs and people threatened me but never physical my my whole theory is you know, I'm, I'm about six foot tall and, you know it i i'm not really a not a very physical person, but the person who I'm looking at doesn't know that, so I just rely on that. Like, they don't know I haven't been in a fight in 30 years. No. But I'm also a talker, and I can talk in and out of any, many situations, so I've never escalated to that level. But oh there are some times where I was very concerned about my... It's a general... It's an adrenaline rush, too. It's... But especially with doing surveillance, you'll it's not a house for four hours and nothing and then they, and then it's two minutes and it's your heart gets pumping and the adrenaline rush because now and now it's on now you can yeah it's game on mostly it's just tedium this is what i needed when i was writing my book can i actually pick your brain for my next book i for this is amazing i am at your disposal thank you <laughs> I will take you up on that because when I, I feel like this will make my second book not gonna be fiction, but it's actually gonna be from literal first-hand experience. This is amazing. Absolutely. This is amazing. And I love it. And can I also ask you as well, just like, oh my gosh, have you ever like looked up any old murder mystery cases, like maybe unsolved cases? Have you ever focused on any of those, like maybe Black Dahlia? or Tylenol killings, anything like that? Or is it mostly just like pretty typical small town stuff? Um, sometimes I have. Uh, I, I, well, I'll be watching that day in like a, a documentary or something. Like, I probably would have been able to find out this group. Mostly it's, you know, white collar crime stuff. Nothing like uh, murder or anything. Like, you, you see these guys, Get arrested for fraud and scams. I'm like, if they had called me, I would have, I would have, would have been known. I would have figured this out in ten minutes, but they didn't call me, so they lost the fortune. But uh, mostly it's on that end, of, you know, white collar stuff, and uh, you know, just crooked contractors. Just make sure, you know, people are with what they say they are. Yeah. Most, most times it's most a lot of time. Most times they are, but a lot of times that's what you got to watch out for. And one thing in my 25 years of doing this business, a woman's intuition is a very powerful force. <laughs> always, always trust a woman's intuition. Uh, it's uncanny sometimes, though. I've seen how that worked out. Like I said, I feel like this is just like I'm getting such tips. And can I ask you personally, what are the do's and don'ts of a private investigator? Whether they're in fiction or in real life, what are the do's and don'ts? Question. Um, just be on top of everything. Show up early. Just be know know the situation you're going into, or have a good idea. Lay out the you know get a lay of the land first. Just be do your homework. Just, if you show up unprepared, you, you know it's not good for the client. It's not good for you, and it's gonna end. Has a tendency to end bad. Just be on top of things. Like another rule is probably like, don't break the law. Don't try to sneak in anywhere yeah, with yeah. cameras. Yeah. 
bending the law and then there's breaking the laws. Oh, boy. Sometimes you have to run a red light here and there. Oh, Oh, I can imagine how much those parking tickets cost. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, you know, there's bending the law, you know, misrepresent yourself. Sometimes you gotta do that. But, you know, you gotta... Yes, and know what the law is. All states, you can't record a conversation without their consent. States, they, they allow it. Just be on top of all those things because they could end up, you know, burning you. I don't think laws in the East Coast, like, because you and I are in, in New Jersey and New York, I don't think they're, like, fairly different, are they? Uh, it depends. For the most part, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're pretty much the same. You know, the further south you get, the more open the laws are. It depends. It went to northeast. I'm pretty, you know, I know exactly, you know, what to, what I can and can't do, yeah. what I can and can't report. So, like, you've never like worked an international case, like maybe like Asia, Europe, South America. Um, I'm on there. No, uh, I've done checks on people, but you know, I've never, I've never had any of that internet. I would, it would, you know, would have been great, but I, you know, I don't see that happening. Because the, the big boys, the big firms are all about that. Troll and Mothers Owens. And those are the, uh, you know, the international, the white shoe firms. The white shoe firms, you said? I work at Like the, the, the higher end firms, the Boutinho, the, the ones that are established, the retired CIA guys and stuff. Those are the ones. That's, that's gotcha. the that's the big money stuff. Oh, I understand now. But the fact is, like, literally, you can actually say you have your own business. And can I even ask you for tips on that? I swear. Let's <laughs> gonna come at a better time. Oh my gosh. Well, this my my book. I'm gonna that's a book to send you. Yes, please. For Still. for duty and humanity. It's at Amazon. It's on. And Amazon, you said Barnes and Noble as well. Yeah, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. It's, Amazon is pushing. Uh, they still have a. It's a, It's a. It's an old edit, but it should be cycled through. The updated edit is on Barnes and Noble and Walmart and those other sites. Getting noticed from Amazon because it's just there's there's some oh. errors in the book that I wasn't happy with, but Amazon's pushing it through, so it should be fixed. Yeah, definitely. And I know that edit uses, like, Amazon gives you a lot of options to edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just an oversight on my my publisher's part that we just threw. But, you know, it is what it is. It's fine. It's just some, not it doesn't change the the story of the book. And, you know, some, just, just, you know, quotation marks, you know, in wrong places and stuff like that. We fixed it, but, you know, it's, kind of infuriating but, but again it, it's passed through and I've learned from my mistakes and know what not to do in the future that's amazing and literally I hope you come back for another episode because I gotta tell you this has been an absolute delight I would like to send you a copy of my book and I'll read your book and let's let's meet up down the road we'll, we'll talk yes, about it yes of course I can actually send you my book as well I don't I I thanks to some thanks to an author I actually learned how to do this to start to send a book through Kindle I don't know if you read ebook or if you read paperback 
Like I, I like to feel a paper bag. I, I feel more comfortable with it. But I, I, I don't Kindle and everything. But I, I do like a paper bag. Well, actually, okay. if you like me to, I can also send you the link to my website, DetectiveWriter.com. I was, but... I was just on the website. I liked it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked your last season. I, um, because this month I. Got... The last interview was very, very interesting. The guy, the ten years I was. Yeah, it was interesting for me because I actually just love hearing a lot of people's stories. Like, I love asking them, like, what was their motivations to write? And I'm a big believer on positivity. I always believe that, you know, a smile doesn't hurt anyone. You never know what someone's going through. And I love hearing about people's stories, you know, their motivations to write. And this whole time, I've been talking to so many authors and I've been having, and I've been having a great time. And this is no exception. This is amazing. Yeah, I enjoyed this thoroughly. Definitely, and I actually, if you actually look a little bit through my through my website, there's actually a few um, cases where I've talked about um, unsolved crimes, like in the Philippines or like in Mexico, or even just a few unsolved crimes that happened years and years before. And I find it's interesting because maybe it's a little far fetched, but I have this this idea that maybe one day with enough clues and bringing enough cases to light that haven't been solved yet, hopefully there's enough justice to bring forward and people have enough information to help hopefully solve these cases and put them to rest. Sure. Sure. Maybe it's far-fetched, but... <laughs> and, oh my gosh. Well, it was a pleasure. It definitely was. Uh, I think... I think um, I would love to continue this. Let's read, let's read each other's books and get back in touch. Yes, I promise I will read your book and I will send you mine. And Fantastic. please let me know your thoughts. And like I said, okay. this, com- this book is completely, completely fiction. Nothing <laughs> is reality. I, and I, it's the weirdest thing because I based characters off reality, but I just decided to input so many different aspects of life that my relatives would be like you say that this character is based on us but we're not like that i said that's because it's fiction yeah this is fiction it's just so funny yes exactly exactly oh my gosh but i promise i will get to your book soon and we definitely have to chat soon again fantastic Sally, it was a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much. And for those of you who have enjoyed this podcast, truly hope you, I truly, truly hope you enjoy, like, share, and subscribe. Please feel free. I hope you all have a great day, afternoon, morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. Please stay tuned for next week.